welcome everybody to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight we're going to do something real special for this jolly holiday season. We, as in myself, Sooth, Kellick, and Tina will be reading Yuletide and Christmas stories. Some of them will be funny and entertaining, and some of them will be coming to you from history. Tonight, I'm going to be reading The Tom Ten by Victor Rydberg. Deep in the grip of the midwinter cold, the stars glitter and sparkle. All are asleep on this lonely farm, deep in the winter night. The pale white moon is a wanderer. Snow gleams white on pine and fir. Snow gleams white on the roofs. Only Tom Ten is awake. Gray, he stands by the low barn door, gray by the drifted snow, gazing as many winters he's gazed up at the moon's chill glow. Then at the forest where fir and pine circle the farm in a dusky line, mulling relentlessly a riddle that has no key. Rubs his hand through his beard and hair, shakes his head in his cap, no, that question is much too deep. I cannot fathom that. Then making his mind up in a hurry, he shrugs away the annoying worry, turns at his own command, turns to the task at hand, goes to the storehouse and tool shop doors, checks the locks of all. While the cows dream on in the cold moon's light, summer dreams in each stall. And free of harness and whip and rain, even old Pale dreams again. The manger he's drowsing over brims with fragrant clover. The Tom Tay glances at sheep and lambs cuddled in quiet rest. The chickens are next, where the roosters roost, high above straw-filled nests. Burrowed in straw, hardy in hail, Caro wakens and wags his tail, as if to say, Old friend, partners we are to the end. At last the Tom Tay tiptoes in to see the how the house folk fare. He knows full well the strong esteem they feel for his faithful care. He tiptoes into the children's beds, silently peers at their tasseled heads. There is no mistaking his pleasure. These are his greatest treasure. Long generations has he watched father to son to son, sleeping as babes. But where, he asks, from where, from where have they come? Families came, families went, blossomed and aged, a lifetime spent. Then where? That riddle again, unanswered in his brain. Slowly he turns to the barnyard loft, his fortress, his home, and rest. High in the mow, in the fragrant hay, near the swallow's nest. The nest is empty, but in the spring, when the birds mid leaves and blossoms sing, and come with her tiny mate, then will she talk of the journey tell, twittering to all who hear it, but nary a hint for the question old that stirs in the Tomte's spirit. Now through cracks in the hay mow wall, the moonlight, Tom Tay, and hay and all, lights his beard through the chinks, the Tom Tay ponders and thinks. 
Still is the forest and all the land, locked in this wintry year. Only the distant waterfall whispers and sighs in his ear. The Tomte listens, and half in dream, thinks that he hears time's endless stream and wonders where it is bound. Where is its source to be found? Deep in the grip of the midwinter cold, the stars glitter and sparkle. All are asleep on this lonely farm late in this winter night. The pale white moon is a wanderer. Snow gleams white on pine and fir. Snow gleams white on the roofs. Only Tomten is awake. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? What? It's Christmas Eve! (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Tina, for that wonderful dad joke. Now we have a poet or a poem from Michaela Maka titled Good Heathens All. Good heathens all this Yuletide consider well and bear in mind what our good gods for us have done all this past year whose course is run with all our kinfolk we now shall pray to the gods with love this Yule day on hill and mountain on this morn, once more is Suna's sweet light born, reborn. The winter's might is all around, gray skies and ice winds and snow abound. But in the middle of this cold, a fire's kindled and flames unfold. The flames leap higher, our hearts are born. On this bliss of kinship, come share the horn. Through house and hoth now shines the light, with golden warmth this Yule night. From gods to earth, from earth to men, bounty and blessings they bring again. From men to earth, from earth to gods, gifts for their gifts we bring as blots. Aesir and Vanner, oh hear our song. Join our feast, be with us all winter long. With great hearts and with good cheer, we now say welcome to this new year. What does December have that the other months don't have? What? That good old D. I don't know why I say it like that. (laughs) You put some swag in it, girl. (laughs) That good old D. (laughs) I love it. Now for Norse Yule Night by Rodney Kundland. Kindland. Twas the eve prior to Yule, and all through the land, not a Viking was moving, not woman nor man. The helms were hung on the rack. Ya then, as good little Vikings dream of Yule Tom Ten. There I sat on my stool with my mead in my hand, as hearth also warmed me till I could no no longer stand. 
So I crawled into bed as I flung off my mail. It was winter, you know, with no place to sail. There are oceans to cross as the springtime draws near. But now's not the time. There's always next year. The long ships now harbored, the masses now unknocked, the sails all tied down, and chests are all locked. The mead helped me sleep, and I dreamed of lutefisk, rice pudding, ginger cookies, and don't take the risk of forgetting the ham, pickled herring, or glog. I dreamed of gift-giving, Norse horses, and yule log. I was all warm and comfy, my toes were like toast, as I dreamt of Yule Day, of Kringlor and beef roast. I tossed and I turned, was it the meat in my head, or was it the straw mattress that made up my bed? As the moon waned past midnight, the Yule had begun, and soon was the time for children to have fun. If the children were good, there'd be presents galore that Yule Tom Ten would deliver at Twilight's door. The trolls and the Tom Tens live under the barn, and if you respect them, they'll show you no harm. At Yule, there's Yule Tom Ten dressed all in his green, for when he brings presents, he's not to be seen. Had I awakened? Was I walking the hall? The Yule day upon, up, upon us marked the end of the fall. What was I in search of as I stumbled through dark? I tripped and fell flat. Yeah, that'll sure leave a mark. There's Odin and Thor. There's Vidar and Vili and Ve. There's Baldur and Nord. There's Freya and Frey. The gods of the Norse from Asgard to Jotun. Watch over the Norse, child, woman, and man. As nighttime wanes, the Yule morning arrives in this land of the north where the sun doesn't rise. But today it begins, the days will be longer, and we also hope that the sun will shine stronger. As Yule Day begins, the children's faces are bright. They fly from their, from their beds as if they are sprites. From the loft they appear, and cribs they do crawl, where they find stuffed stockings all hung on the wall. The hall is beckoned in holly, mistletoe, and evergreen. But outside the door, the snow sets the scene. Armed with a milk pail and my trusty snowshoes, I head for the barn, for there's still chores to do. When milking is done and the goats are all fed, I head back to the hall with horses and sled. Now breakfast is ready. There's coffee and gruel. And since I can't wait, I find my favorite stool. So now as I relax and recall this Yule day, as children are resting from toys and their play, feeling the Yule spirit within me, I finally collapse. Now I think I'm ready for that long winter's nap. As I drift off in slumber, I think of Yule days long past. I know someday in Valhalla we'll all meet at last. What do you get if you ate the Christmas tree decorations? What? Tinselitis. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to throw another one at you real quick. What do I... you get when you cross a Christmas tree with an apple? God. What? Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. 
love the dad jokes. I do too. They're so punny. They are. They really are. You And now we have Euler's Yule Gift by Winfred Hodge Rose. Forth we go into the driving snow, Yule tree seeking, Yule tree lofty. Forth we go, Yule logs might and main will bring, with Yuletide blessing, beetles green, into the fire's glow. Cold winds blow, sun is sinking fast, winds are whipping round our heads, cold winds blow, so our hearts are filled with, the, with dread. Where are we now? Not can we see within the blowing snow. Look you there, footprints in the snow, crisscross patterns, snowshoe sign. Look you there, mighty strides a man is taking forth into the forest deep. He steps, his steps will show us where. Roundabout, snowshoe tread is there, ringed about a mighty tree. Roundabout, Uller's marked his gift for us. So let us take it, hasten home, give thanks with a glad shout. Well, we know now our pathway home, snowshoe shining trail we see. Well, we know Uller's path, our winter's God gives us his blessing. We are glad. Let us invite him home. Home we go out of the driving snow. Yule tree sought we, Yule tree bear we. Home we go, Yule logs might and main we bring. With Uller's blessing, let us sing around the fire's glow. What is a parent's favorite Christmas carol? What? Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amen. I can attest to that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everybody's sleep, you know. Mm -hmm. Pray to you. you have one more or is it me? It is you now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to bring you Tina's funny Christmas stories. <laughs> As you can tell by the giggling, it's going to be funny and unnerving. <laughs> Just prepare yourself. Okay. All right. I found this story on Reddit. Um, this was posted eight years ago, and the owner, the author of the story, has since deleted his or her account. <laughs> I got this. I got this. No snickles this time. A few years back, I went to my dad's house for Christmas. My parents are divorced, and I rarely go. But my parents put a lot. My siblings put a lot of pressure on me, so I went. It took about 15 minutes before the stress got to me and I got a migraine. So, here we are, all sitting down to open our presents. Dad, his new wife, my siblings, my crazy aunt, and my grandmother. We make it around the circle opening presents for about two rounds before my grandmother gets up and leaves the room. My father starts fiddling with something while waiting for my grandmother to come back and spots something on the floor. It appears to be cat puke. He asked my wife if it is indeed cat puke, which she then responded by getting up and following my grandmother out, knowing the answer but not wanting to share it. It was not cat puke. In fact, it was my grandmother's poop. <laughs> and the lady had pooped all over the couch. It doesn't take long before we can all smell it, and I swear no amount of air freshener was fixing that. 
Grandma comes back in the room wearing nothing but a blanket around her lower half. The couch is covered with plastic and towels by then, and my little sister is unfortunately forced to sit next to my grandmother while we all are expected to sit nicely in open presence while pretending that my grandmother hadn't just pooped on all over the couch. That following day, my tooth exploded too. Apparently, I had an abscess in my tooth, and I never felt a thing until it exploded. So, yeah, that's about my holiday whore. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can't even imagine. What? <sighs> so, I asked, I asked y'all, was she coming back with just a blanket around her lower half? <laughs> like... Did like, she not wear anything else but the blanket around her lower half? Right, was just... A- was the dinglings were just a swinging? I have questions. I have questions. I have more than questions. I have concerns. <laughs> we need to write an angry letter to write it. Listen, I kind of want to contact the person if I can. I can't because the department's gone and be like, hey, about that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my goodness I got two more puns for y'all and then we'll move on <laughs> okay Okay. what is Santa Claus's very favorite cereal what what Frosted Flakes <laughs> oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> and how many chimneys does Santa go down all how of many? them stacks <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's terrible I like you that one too oh that was good <laughs> and that ladies and gentlemen and babies and everyone in between of our lovelies was Tina <laughs> and her Christmas horror stories <laughs> <laughs> I'm here every week. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you all. Goodbye. I love you too, T. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. I don't know how I'm supposed to read these and keep straight. <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. Okay. Next, we're going to read The Oak King and The Holly King. Long ago, our land was ruled by two kings who were brothers. The younger brother wore oak leaves as a crown and was known as the Oak King. The older brother wore holly leaves as a crown and was known as the Holly King. The brothers each felt they knew best how to rule the land, and they quarreled over it all the time. The Oak King wanted the land to be bright and hot and sunny for the entire year. The Holly King, on the other hand, wanted the land to be dark and cold and sleeping for the entire year. Both kings loved a beautiful lady, and she loved them both in return. She hated to watch them fight. She told them to share the land between them, one half of the year for the Oak King and the other half of the year for the Holly King. The brothers couldn't be persuaded to stop their fighting. One hot day, 
when the sun was high in the sky, and it seemed night would never come, the Holly King drew his sword against his brother, and they fought. Although the Oak King fought bravely, the Holly King struck a mortal blow, and the Oak King fell. My brother, cried the Holy King, holding the bleeding body of the Oak King in his arms. The lady bundled up the body of the Oak King and told the Holly King that he must rule the land. She took the Oak King away. Each day the hours the sun shone grew shorter. Each night the moon rode in the sky for a bit longer. The days grew shorter and colder, the nights longer and cooler. Snow started flying. The Holly King could think of nothing but his brother. Finally, the land was bare and dead, and all plants slept. Many animals slept through the cold times, and those that didn't sleep had a hard time finding food and shelter. One night, when it seemed like the sun would never rise again, the lady came to the Holly King and said, Don't despair. Your brother isn't dead. Here he is to take his turn at ruling. And there stood the Oak King, young again and healthy, and the Holly King happily stepped aside for his brother to take his place as king of the land. The days grew longer and warmer. The moon rode in the sky for less and less time. The land grew green again, and the plants and animals awoke. Each year, the cycle continued, one brother ruling the green time, and one the dark time. And this is the story our ancestors told to explain how our seasons were created. Here she comes. I'm waiting for it. Come on, Tina. <laughs> what is a typical elf greeting? What? Small world, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> I'm going to straight to hell for that one. Oh no. I got a headache from that. <laughs> oh my goodness, my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that one's okay. That one's good. I like that one. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my! <clears throat> now I gotta read again with a straight face, y'all. Good luck. Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. I'm gonna make it worse. No. <laughs> if Santa rides a sleigh, what do elves ride in? What? Mini vans. <laughs> 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 go away. Go to your corner, Tina. Go to your corner. I'm going to my corner. <laughs> and y'all thought this was just going to be a nice, soothing reading. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Next up, we have the story of mistletoe. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I a slight chuckle. <laughs> It's the story of mistletoe by John T. Maynard. <laughs> First and best of the sons of Frigga and Odin was Balder the Bright, the Shining One. His laughter and courage were beacons to the Aesir, 
and his gentleness, the offer of peace when the battle din had faded. Where the world carved by Jotun and Odin from Ymir's bones was cruel and cold, would Baldur add a touch of gentleness and wonder? Where spear-sharp mountain was cut by icy stream, would Baldur carve a hidden-flowered glen and softly whispering pool? Or Meselfheim's fires clawed at the ice and rock of earth, would Baldur twist and twine them to forge a bubbling spring of warmth to bring the promise of life to the most forsaken fell? When the first war raged between Aesir and Vanir's sweet Frigga, feared for her son. Forever was he first in battle. And all too swift to offer, offer mercy where death strokes were safer. In time, the Aesir and Veneer swore to peace, and the Veneer too grew to love Baldur. For a time, the nine worlds were near peace. The Aesir and Vanir united. <clears throat> the raiding with the Jotun more friendly sport than earnest war. At this time did Frigga vow to make her Baldur safe from harm from all. To the dwarvish, dwarvish deeps she went and begged favor of the dwarves. Let not stone or steel nor metal forged dare harm sweet Baldur's hide. The dwarves looked deep into the secret earth at all the ropes and rivers of gold the sparkling diamonds promising the wonders of the night sky, and the thousand secret riches that Baldur had woven into the iron deeps when the world was newly forged, and so they swore. To the birds of the air, the beasts of the field, the whales and fishes of the deep did she go and beg safety for bright Baldur. And as each would look to the beauty Baldur had woven into their world, they would promise his protection. For Myagdrasil and all lesser trees did Frigga then beg favor, and one by one they all swore Baldur's wheel for the beauty he had given them. At last came Frigga to the youngest of plants, the newborn mistletoe. She begged protection for her son, and mistletoe said no. Mistletoe lives on the oak, and never sees the sun. Far from the ground, it sees not beyond the mighty oak's dark leaves. The oak itself did lend its voice to beg and plead with mistletoe, but mistletoe had never seen the gifts of Baldur's making. All Frigga's tears and oak's stern words did not move mistletoe to mercy, and in ignorance and pride, it swore no oath to the Lady Mother. Alone of giant, Man and God was Loki to his jealousy. Baldur's love meant nothing to him, and he ever sought to mock him. For all his jest did him no good, as Baldur never angered, but laughed instead with right good will when Loki's wit did best him. With envy and rage, Loki plot to do fair Baldur evil. At last he thought to ask of Frigg the protection she had won him. In the high feast hall, with a gentle smile, did Loki come to Frigga. How you must fear with such a bold son, that evil must befall him, 
Of all the gods, your boldest courage in the vanguard ever finds him. At Loki's words did Frigga smile, never suspecting evil. She shared with her kinsmen her son's defense, the secrets of his protection. The stones of earth, all metals forged, and all beasts of water, wind, and land have all sworn him protection, did Frigga smile. Loki pressed for answers. What of tree and leaf and nut? What of dandelion and rose? Frigga laughed at his silly words and reveled in the last of her secrets. Trees and grasses, bush and vine have all sworn his protection. Only lowly mistletoe of all that lives still dares withhold protection. Loki laughed and slid away, his mission now completed. Sweet Frigga did not suspect yet that Loki plotted treason. Down to Midgar, with a silver knife, did Loki make his harvest, a slender wand of mistletoe that in the fire with spells he hardened. His arrow forged of mistletoe and murder in his heart, Loki crossed the rainbow bridge and came to Odin's court. A game! cried Loki, shouting loud. A sport to test our mettle. Loki's challenge drew every eye, and he worked his trick so vile. Let Boulder stand before the host. Let every warrior try him. Loath were the gods to raise hand against him, but Boulder did beseech them. What harm in this? Let's have a game. Let all my friends and brothers try their mightiest of strokes and let me judge the winner. Boulder's words stirred every heart with honest love for battle and laughing did they all array to try their strokes against him. Odin's spear and Thor's dread hammer, swords of Frey and Himdall, the bow of Olr, all did fail amidst the warrior's laughter. Blind Hod alone did not take part until dread Loki urged him on and promised his assistance. Come now, brother. What's the harm? Smiled Loki in his treason. I'll guide your hand upon the bow. Let your warrior's heart remember. Hod then smiled and drew his bow, and Loki fit the arrow. Dread mistletoe struck Balder dead, and the light of the world fell with him. All remember what happened next, how sweet Sunna, the sun, fled from a world without Boulder, how winter came to the world. All remember the punishment of Loki, a binding and torment that would last until the end of days. Each Yule we remember Balder's arrival at Hell's own hall, how she bade him to sit beside her and join her in her hall until the end of days, when he will return to lead the survivors who now remembers the fate of Mistletoe, the agent of Baldur's Bane. When Baldur fell, Sweet Sunna turned her face away and fled. Without the light of the sun, the world grew cold and dark. The trees lost their leaves, and for the first time, Mistletoe saw beyond the embracing arms of Oak. Everywhere, the dying light showed emptiness and loss. But here and there would beauty shine, and Mistletoe did weep. Who has made this? would Mistletoe ask 
at each thing of majesty and wonder. Valder was the answer every time until the heart of mistletoe was shattered. Mother Frigga, in her rage, demanded the death of her son's dread slayer, of Odin and Yagdrasil, of Frey and gentle Mithras. She begged the price of mother's vengeance until every god condemned it. Alone of all the gods did Freya hear the weeping. Alone of all the manner did she stoop to hear the reason. To mistletoe she swiftly flew within her falcon cloak. Upon the oak tree did she land beside the weeping plant. Love's golden goddess softly asked, Why mistletoe did weep? For boulder slain, for beauty lost, for love gone out of the world. Freya asked of mistletoe, what Weirgild would it pay? How could it give back the beauty lost, the love that Baldur offered? When Mother Frigga, in her rage, came down the Bifrost Bridge, Freya stood with mistletoe to greet the grieving mother. Blessed Frigga, will you accept the Weirgild of the Weeping Flower? Or will you slaughter and stain the memory of the loving son you've lost? Frigga stared hard-eyed and cold to hear the Weirgild's terms. Mistletoe in humble grief did make this solemn vow. Where Yuletide brings the pain of loss, will mistletoe bring love? Beneath my humble leaves, let love be now kindled. What fairer grave goods for the sun-bright lord than the promise of love new-kindled? When two now meet beneath my leaves, let love's kiss light between them. Let the light of love remember him that the world weeps for this season. Now down the ages, we remember beneath the mistletoe a kiss the promise of new love within this coldest season. What does a reindeer do when he has an upset stomach? <laughs> what? He takes an elk salsa. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh Lord. God us have mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love your puns though. <laughs> but what do you call a reindeer who wears earmuffs? What? Anything you like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rude? <laughs> How rude. He can't hear you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I love those. I love the puns. Yes. Hmm. Gotta have a good pun every once in a while. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> Next, we have our final reading The Yuletide Blessing. Upon this day we gather here to give our love and our thanks to all Aesir and all Vanir, 
to all those of the nine worlds. On this day, all of the worlds come together, touching us in a special way that happens but once a year. We are grateful for all that you have bestowed upon us and look forward to what the wheel of life will hold for us in the future. To all of our loved ones that have passed before us, on to the shining lands above, we give remembrance to all that you shared with us and look forward to sharing yet again. We call to you, Odin, the All-Father, one-eyed master of the runes, frenzied god of the wild hunt, you who sacrificed all upon the wind-torn tree. May we be opened to ecstasy, wisdom, and inspiration. Be here with us during this glorious time as we pay homage to you, Father of Ages. In the name of Frigg, Mistress, Spinner of Clouds, wise consort to the wisest of consorts. May our home be a firthstead where all are welcome. In the name of Thor, thou who hallows, Lord of thunder and fearless champion of men and gods, master of the winds and wielder of the mighty Monir, may our strength and courage never fail us. In the name of Faerir, Vanaking, Lord of the Shining Ones, wielder of the good sword and bringer of peace, may the years that follow be fruitful and bountiful. In the name of Balder, brightest and most beloved of all Aesir, all good things wept when into the darkness he went. We do honor your ebb and flow and await the return of your warmth and love. And that is our wish for all of you, your families, your loved ones, your friends, and your wonderful lives that you lead, that you are blessed in this season of Yule. And happy winter solstice. And happy Hanukkah. And and Merry Christmas and happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> and happy all the holidays. Everyone. Don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat it. Or don't brown eat. snow. Or brown. Oh, bring me my brown pants. <laughs> I do have one last pun for y'all. Let's oh. hear it. If a reindeer lost its tail, where could he get a new one? Oh, where? Where? At any retail store. Duh. <laughs> yes, he does need a retailing. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so like out of all of these stories that we have read tonight, I really liked the story of Mistletoe. I like did too. It that was really definitely great. my favorite. I yeah. like that one too. I, I would have to say mistletoe was really, 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 really good. I wasn't expecting a little mistletoe. It kind of made me think of a little fairy. You know? You know how fairies can be egotistical, but it kind of made me think, think of a little fairy that's just kind of like, nah. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You can't have it. 
I liked it. So in closing to our our reading, we wish you all a wonderful and happy holidays, a Merry Yule, and a Merry Christmas, and Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa, and any and all holidays that we may not have mentioned. And we wish you all to have a wonderful new year because that's when you will be seeing us next in January. And if you don't cel- celebrate any of those wonderful holidays, that's okay. It have is. Have a safe that's okay and too. wonderful rest of this year. Exactly. Be safe, be near loved ones, hug your pets if you have any. And if you don't, it's okay. I look at a whole bunch of uh, videos of, of puppies and cats all the time. And the whole time I have a puppy right next to me. It's fine. Okay, you can do that. It's fine. I'm not joking. <laughs> no matter what holiday is going on, always have love as the focus. Yes, hello. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Be safe and, and, and have all the happiness that you can possibly have during this year. This yes. year has not been very nice to a lot of people, but it's okay. It doesn't mean it has to end on bad. Exactly. So, blessings from our family to yours. Yes. And Good protect your packages. To all. Protect your packages because people are stealing them out there. <laughs> and coming in with the advice. <laughs> people are following the FedExes and everything and just snatching them up. Y'all, y'all better watch Oof. your packages. That's that's why I got a camera. But anyway. That's why I have a dog. <laughs> y'all have a wonderful holiday season and we will see you in 2023. Take care, everyone. Bye.